Hello, everybody. Happy April and April Fool's Day. I hope everyone got their little jokes out. He he he. I did not get fooled today, and that was actually pretty nice. I am the imposter, aka the true Aquarian, and this is Baldwin Talk. As always, I have with me Art Boo. Hello, this is Art Boo. How y'all doing out there? E dot Mac. Hello, everybody. E dot Mac in the house, ready to have this conversation. Hope everyone having a good weekend so far. Triple J's mom. Hey, this is Triple J's mom in the house. How's everyone doing on April Fool's night? Raven. Hey, everyone. It's Raven here. Hope y'all having a good weekend. And we are missing someone tonight. Um, he will be in shortly, but we got to keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. So today's topic, tonight's topic is mental health. I don't know about y'all, but I think it's safe to say that everybody has been overwhelmed before. I mean, everyone's been overwhelmed, right? I think so, you know, it's times you have to sit there and you just walk away from a situation, take deep breaths, um, just want to be alone by yourself, just try to calm down. That's, I mean, any form of being overwhelmed. That's a part of your mental health. I like to start, when to start off the show, we start talking about a specific topic, you know, giving the meaning so everyone can have a good understanding about it. So this is what I found on the interweb. A person's condition with regard to their physiological, excuse me, psychological and emotional well-being is what mental health is. Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. Like I said, I think it's safe to say that everyone's been overwhelmed, right? Hello, people out there, Raven, Triple J's mom. Most definitely, most definitely with everyday life, um, being a parent. Yes, most definitely. Yes. Well, just being a human being, I think we've all been, we've been there. Everybody, everybody needs that, what is it? That mental health day, that mental health weekend, that mental health break, and we, as humans, we try to get that and stuff. Um, would anyone like to share a time where they felt that way? And could you tell us how you dealt with it? You know, being overwhelmed and stuff and the stresses of the day, the stresses of being so beautiful, you know, E.Mag, the stress of being a golden child and having all those expectations and, ugh. Well, this is Triple J's mom. Um, for me, I would have to say postpartum depression was one of my biggest ones. What's that? Um, it's depression that most women go through after having a child. Um, for me, for each of them, I I can't remember my, my excuse me, I can't remember my first postpartum depression. Actually, I can. I remember feeling anytime I was around my son, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like it was, I couldn't enjoy sleeping. I couldn't enjoy watching television. 
All I kept focusing on was him not breathing. Because they sent they sent me home before well, before they sent me home from the hospital, they had me watch these uh videos of shaking baby syndrome and SIDS and stuff. So I was a nervous wreck. And again, I could not function around him. So I'm not even sure as to how I got over it. I think it just subsided over time. Um, my other two pregnancies, I just felt overwhelmed. Like I just could not get on top of anything. And Again, not sure how I got over that. I think I think crying is what helped me get over that, but I can't be too sure because I was my last child was born like five years ago, but I think crying and probably praying helped me get through those two things. So those two um depression moments for me, postpartum depression moments. So okay. this is Okay. Anyway, yeah, this is E. Max. So, as far as like feeling overwhelmed or being overwhelmed is something. In my, in all honesty, I feel like it's something that everyone has had to live with every day of their life. You can go outside and be overwhelmed by the smells. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it smells like garbage. Yeah, we talking about the <laughs> stresses be, of life, though. Like, I, I understand, but it's like I don't know, like. For me, that's not the absolute worst. If I'm going to, it's my solution for everything aside from talking to God, because that's what I feel like my solution for everything is prayer. But you also got to talk to a professional, Um, whether it's you're constantly feeling overwhelmed by things and constantly feeling stressed and you don't feel as though you don't, you don't have anywhere to go. There's nothing that is going to satisfy or take care of that feeling. So, I mean, you definitely pray if that's what you're into. I hope that you are. And um, find a professional to talk to because they have tools and techniques. Like that's something that people need to, as far as mental health is concerned, they need to be comfortable with talking to this person that gets paid to listen to you and to try to tell you how to redirect your behaviors Because that's one of the things that, as far as I know, that they try to push. Okay, yeah, you don't want to take medications? Well, we need to try to redirect your behaviors. Instead of doing this, do that. So speaking to somebody that's trained in that field. We can talk to our girlfriends, our brothers, our sisters, husbands, mothers, fathers. But, I mean, you really, sometimes you just got to think outside the box and seek professional help. Because that's what they're there for. True, true, true. Anyone else want to speak on that? I'm sorry. Ask the um, question again. Ask the question again. Moving on. Um, I can, from what I know, a lot of people talk about how, not talk about, but from where I, at the standpoint that I'm at, a lot of people don't like to talk about mental health. In, in all honesty, they don't. Kind of like what Edomek said, you need to, to talk to a professional and stuff, which is true. That definitely needs to happen. But do y'all feel like it's a taboo subject? Like people don't, like people don't talk about it. 
They, they really don't. I mean, yeah, you have it where people say, oh, I need a mental health day. Oh, because just, they're just tired most of the time. But it's, it is actually kind of like a taboo subject. Would y'all agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree with it being a taboo subject. I feel like mental health days should be at least every other month. We should have a men- a mental day. I mean, yeah, health- a mental health day every other month. That way, because you're overwhelmed with work and then the, you know, just the different the different um stress in your life. So would y'all say that um, anybody else is a mental health a taboo subject? Do y'all just sit around and talk about it? Like it's because then like for like I said, my standpoint from what I've seen and from me being me being an adult, people don't talk about it like that. They they really do not. What are y'all opinions about it? Other people's opinions. Um, I agree. Uh, I think that it is something that even to this day, with so much with so much coverage and so many ads and so much education that's available, it's still taboo. People still think, oh, they just got problems or, oh, hmm, they just want attention instead of really there's something that could quite possibly be going on, whether it's a chemical thing or it's a behavioral thing. It's, yes, I still feel as though it is taboo. Anyone else want to speak on it? Okay, moving on. When y'all hear the term mental health, what comes like what comes to y'all mind? PTSD. Um exactly. Um Dang, I was about to say postpartum depression. I wasn't even gonna say that. Um, <clears throat> what's it called? Bipolar disorder, schizophrenia. I'm not even sure is a sociopath and a psychopath a part of. Me? I believe that's where they're studied, where you can tell if a person whether they are or they aren't. The study, the field is psychology and psychiatry. So, yeah. But PTSD is, um, it's not postpartum depression. It's post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD. Okay. Now, Now, I do have a question as far as, PTSD, um, because up um where I work, I work in childcare. A parent had actually told me that I suffered through it because I thought it was kind of crazy to have your child out while COVID was still hot and heavy. I mean, it's still out there, but this is when it was like really, really, you know, just fresh, and everyone didn't know what to do. All they knew was stay six feet away, wash your hands. But I told this lady, I said, you know, <clears throat> I kept my children home because. I've had a sick child before, and it's not a fun thing to have to look at your child and not be able to help them when they're sick. Because she made a statement saying that one of her old co-workers were liberals, 
<laughs> that they were following the CDC and the you know health department's guidelines. And when she said that, and I made my reply, she said, "Well, you know, you're you're suffering from PTSD from your son being sick and passing away." And I was just like, "Huh? Um, really? I'm suffering from PTSD because my child passed away, or am I just more cautious?" So it, that was just you know, just wanted to put it out there. That sounds like somebody just trying to have a reason to swing it so that you aren't a quote-unquote liberal. That's what that sounds like to me. But, I mean, to be precautious because of your children, was that the reason why? Like, had everything gone okay with your uh, first child, would you have taken those precautions? I more than likely would have, yes. Because um, even though I've never, um, I mean, even if I would never have had a childhood to have been sick, I still, I still wouldn't want to see any of my children ever um, be sick, get sick, and right. yeah, and not being able to help them. Right. So she was just blowing smoke and didn't really. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's my opinion. Just an opinion, guys. Yeah, because you know this is a dope group of people just speaking what's <laughs> on their mind. <laughs> Y'all have said something um, about psychopaths and um, mentally unstable people. Uh, do y'all think that... So hold on, let me back up some because I have some more things to read. Over the course of your life, if you experience mental health problems, your thinking, mood, and behavior could be affected. Many factors contribute to mental health problems, including biological factors, such as genes or brain chemistry, life experiences, such as trauma or abuse, family history of mental health problems. So, go make what I was asking. Are murderers with... Are murderers with mental health issues, mental health problems, really murderers? Or are they just a product of their environment? <laughs> that sounds a lot like nurture versus nature, which is honestly something that is studied in the psych psychological, whether it's psychiatry or psychi psychology or psychiatry. Um, that's something that they argue all the time. It's nurture versus nature. So that's a difficult question to answer because you got to think about the circumstances. What are the circumstances behind this? Did you hear voices and they told you to sacrifice this kid and so you cut him up? Or is, did this person hurt you because you can't speak for yourself? Because you have this mental illness and you, it was revenge? Like, what are the circumstances? <laughs> No, it does make sense. It definitely does make sense. I watched this movie. It was a TV series um, recently, and it was about this man who supposedly murdered all these young girls. And he happened to be a twin. Um, his yeah, his other brother, his his older brother, his the, the dominant twin. He had all the looks, had all the brains, everything. The twin that did the murders that was accused of doing the murders he was um heavy set and kind of slow and his backstory is kind of weird 
um, his father was a, day, a, a grave digger and his father would have him. He would wake his um, son up and it was only the one that was not all together there in the mind, in the brain and stuff. But he was a little kid, so you can, it's about, I, he, what am I trying to say? He, he had went over there and he woke, he would, he would wake the son that didn't get all the good genes up and he would take him with him to rob graves. He would have his son go and dig the grave open the casket, cut off the 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 corpse's um fingers to get the what, you know, to get the rings and what other valuable things that they were buried with. That like and this is the, the whole time this is supposed to be a true story. I forgot the name of the TV show and the the guy's name, but this is supposed to be a whole like true story and stuff and I believe if he would have been treated differently growing up he would have he would have ended up differently. So like you said, E dot make it is like that, what is it? Nurture what is it? Nurture versus nature, yeah. nature versus yeah. nurture. And I mean come on now, we are all products of our environment. If we grow up in an abusive household, <laughs> things are going to trickle down. That goes back to those generational curses where it's it's gonna be the same thing that we that that happens over and over again. I believe, and that's because we are the product of our environment. I believe, with certain circumstances, they can be like. Of course, you do have it where some children, if they grow up where the dad or the mom is hitting the other spouse or hitting the kids or what or what um, or what or what thereof, <clears throat> sometimes they grow up and they're like, you know, what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be this person. I've seen how it is inside my house. So, I agree with that to certain to some circumstances. As far as you know, you being a product of the environment that you're no, brought you up are in. a product of your environment. You are who you are because of how you was raised and stuff. That that's an everybody thing. That's an anybody thing. It's not. It's not just. It's not just certain people. It's anybody thing. It is. <clears throat> now choices. That's the thing. That's the choice. That person decided. Okay, I'm not gonna do that and stuff because I saw I'm not gonna beat my wife because I saw my father beat me. I mean, beat my mother and stuff. That's that. But you, we are the product of our environment. That's why he didn't. That's why he chose not to beat his wife because he saw what happened to him and his mother. So yeah, we are the products of our environment. Every last one of us. Either we grow up in a really good home, a decent home, a messed up home. We're still the product of our we're still the product of our environment. <clears throat> Raven, Arbu, you there? Yeah, we're here. We're, I'm, I'm here. I listen. What is the importance of mental health, guys? I would have to say being able to recognize when somebody needs to help. I mean, sometimes others are good at hiding it, but if you can spot it, be understanding and don't dismiss it. Don't be so dis- dismissive when it comes to people's others' mental health or even your dis- or even your mental health. Excuse me. I know I'm stuttering over my words. Excuse me. Um, because it is a real thing. I think it is uber important for everyone to have, whether you have a professional to talk to or not, to have somebody to talk to. Because if you don't have anybody to talk to, if you don't have an outlet, 
who are you crying for help to? Because whether you, whether it's depression, anxiety, whatever, there are cries for help. And you, if you know the person, you know how to look for them. So I would just, I would say that's one of the things that is very important about being knowledgeable about the importance of mental health because it's important. It, how, okay, your body's working fine, but if your brain isn't properly responding to the data that's being input through your eyes, through what you smell, what you might taste, or whatever chemicals may be released or not being released in your brain, then it's a problem. You're not all the way right. You in, you in shape, but not your brain, not you spiritually, mentally, emotionally. So... Yeah, more important. I agree with um, E.Mac. When I was going through something, I uh, didn't know what to do, and I had to. I I had other people there to help me go through it. And if I didn't have them, I would not know what to do. I was in a state of my mind where I just, it's like, what the heck am I going to do right now? I just need to, I, I, I just don't know what to do. But I had some, I had people there to lift me up, tell me I need to um, stay strong and everything. So I, compl- I completely, completely agree with um, E.D.A.P. Raven, I feel like it's very important to um the mental health to um <laughs> that girl's out there living her best American. She's taking a mental health day. She she um, may need it because this she, she sounds really out of it. I you know I I just don't know. But <laughs> just some and I'm not joking like no no word we're kidding we kid we kid we kid but someone can y'all go check on um raven she is at the days and hotel on washington boulevard okay somebody go check on in her um she's in room 206 someone go check in on her please huh what She's somebody check in on her. She's in a hotel, um, lonely, all by herself. That's what she's saying. I, okay. <laughs> what do you do to maintain or improve your mental health, Raven? First to Raven. Well, is it okay if I jump in on in there? Yes. What do you do to maintain or improve your mental health, Triple J's mom? And please, and you, you told you cried. I mean, and, I mean, we can all do a good cry. But, but well, sometimes, sometimes crying does help. It, it, cause it does. A lot of people they say, you know, well, you're just a crybaby. But no, that's it. It it's a, a stress reliever. And to be honest with you, and I hope on the body think I'm trying to be nasty, but when I say this, even being intimate, 
I'm going to keep it PG because I got children around me. Being intimate with, 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 with your partner can help stress relief, but for myself. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, because those who do not have a partner, wow. just to let you know, being intimate, period, with someone and without someone can be a stress reliever. Okay, yep. all right, all right. Yep. You, you got me there. All right, but for me, honestly, on a day-to-day -day basis, I just have to listen to some music. Um, I do pray to my, you know, to myself. Um, I remember my little sister was going through something at one point in time. This is when COVID, um, everything was shut down when COVID first started. And um, I think she was taking some class for her job. And she was like going through it. And I just kept telling her, you need to find a space or just create a time where so all you got to do is just turn off your phone, turn off the television, listen to soothing, soft music, be it. Um, instrumental music, gospel music, whatever, and just make at least 15, 20 minutes, even an hour. Just keep that to yourself. People need to make time for themselves. I <clears throat> I get it. Some people say, you know, you should talk to others. If you're going to talk to anybody, I kind of feel like it should be a professional because talking to people that you know personally, they could be really judgmental. So talking to a professional, in my opinion, is better than talking to someone that you know personally um either talk to the person talk to a professional or just have some pc time some personal time to yourself just asking a question um triple j's mom you said you went through some things did you talk to a professional and you went through those things no i didn't talk to a professional and even like after losing my son i, I didn't talk to a professional i did do a lot of crying I probably still need to talk to a professional, <laughs> but but no, I did not. Um, I, I do what I said I did before. I listen to relaxing music. I try to keep myself in a I, – I, I try to keep myself calm. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it's just one particular sister. She knows who she is. She would literally look at me and go, you need to go to sleep because you're tired. And I know what it is. It's just me being overwhelmed. It's just me being – um, exhausted and stressed. So, okay. and just one thing, it's not, it's not a bad thing to talk to someone that you know about your, you know, about your problems or whatever's going on in your life. They, yeah, people can be judgmental. Listen, listen, people can be judgmental, but you got to find the right person to talk to and that won't judge you about anything. I, I wasn't saying that talking to people that you know, you know, they'll all be judgmental, but I kind of feel like it is better if you talk to someone that you aren't personally involved with because they aren't, they don't have that. They have a non-objective side. If that's, if that's, if, if I'm saying that correctly, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly or not. Um, that's what I'm talking about. A lot of people, when you go to those that you're talking to and you feel like, oh, I can talk to this person that's confident, you know, they're going to keep my stuff private. It doesn't always happen. This person that you might be talking to, you can look at you and look, you know, be thinking of themselves like, damn, this woman is crazy. What is wrong with her? She, she, she needs to go talk to somebody professionally. And, I, and again, I'm not saying that you can't talk to your sister, your brother, your homegirl, your father, your mother. I'm just saying that I think it's better if you do talk to someone professionally versus someone that you personally know 
all the time about every little thing. Because again, people are very judgmental. Now, I, now I'm not saying a psychiatrist or therapist can't be judgmental. But at the end of the day, I don't have to go home with this person. I don't have to deal with this person on a day-to-day basis. It's probably like, what, once a month, once every week until I can, until I'm discharged from this person's care. And I don't have to keep reliving or having somebody look at me and go, well, you do know such and such said this about you. When I, when I went to this person in confidence and I shouldn't have to hear anything that I'm saying to them from somebody else. That's what I'm saying because it does happen. That means that you're talking to the wrong people, if that's the case. And I think it's a thing. If we're gonna give opinion, I mean, um, uh, what is it? Advice. It should be a practice. What you preach, type thing. And I'm just saying, I'm not trying to get in, get at anybody. I'm just saying, practice what you preach, and you may be talking to the wrong people and stuff. In, in my opinion, I don't well, know. how would you know if it's the wrong person if until after it happens? Like, honestly and truthfully, you think you're going to somebody that, that you know and you can trust that's not going to go and talk about you behind your back after you disclose all of your deep, dark secrets oh, or how you feel. There's, but there's and a then, difference. There's a difference because they could, everybody, because, you know, therapists have therapists, right? So what do they do? I have a patient. Come on now. We watch movies. We watch TV shows. I have a patient. I can't get into all the details. But this patient really opened up to me about this situation, this situation. But I don't know how to, what you call them. Maybe that is what's going on. I think you need to kind of reevaluate who you go to talk to. Mm -hmm. I think that's what needs to happen. But I think it also needs to be a practice what you preach thing too. Because, uh, yeah, I, I just think that needs to be that way too. So I, I, I repeated something that someone told me in confidence to others because of. You said go see. I, I, don't, I don't know. Is what I think um, the imposter was getting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Triple J's mom. And I was just, I was actually going to interject, excuse me, um, for cutting y'all off. But I was actually going to interject and say it doesn't matter. Like the grief process, it's not, oh, yeah, two years, 10 years, five years, I'm, yeah, I'm over it. It's, right, it's an ongoing thing. And you can seek guidance, help, someone to talk to, work through it. You can, it there's never a late time where you can do that. You can do that at any time. And you can still cry since you like that was I don't like to no, cry so much. Now, excuse Nama. me. That was a little jab because every time he was like personal, I was like, well, ooh, wait a minute. What she got against the personal? Talking to personal people. She wants you to go see No, it is not. So, <laughs> it's not like that. I was just saying I think it is better. If you want to save relationship. It. We got it. Okay. I got you. Okay. I was just mocking the way you were saying the words, ma'am. The message is clear. Oh. The message is clear. Crystal. Crystal. Art Boo, what advice would you give to someone with mental health issues? It's probably don't talk to Mac and Triple J's mom. <laughs> no. Now I will say you can go to your um, go to someone to talk to out of a um a professional or to someone that you might think that um you know there's been has gone through the same exact thing it's like like um an aa meeting 
they sit around and and talk about their um their personal problems. Like group therapy. Yes, yes, a group therapy. If you go around somebody else who's going through the same thing, or not the exact same thing, but something close to it, that that will help. But I don't mean to cut you off, but you know that that is the same thing as seeing a professional, because even though it's a bunch of people that are suffering from similar issues, there's still a professional right there guiding you and trying to show you how to redirect. That is true, but sometimes some people like you know what? Okay, I don't really have to go back to this group their um group therapy thing. So how about we? If I um have problems, I'll come over and we'll talk. Just talk it out with what um our problems are, what we're going through that day or the week. Talk it out with who? Exactly. With somebody that might be from somebody, the group from, from the group. Yes. Somebody that's from the group. It, that would be I think that would uh, call a sponsor. Like they get other people, not a professional, but other people who has problems to be a um a sponsor for um a new member. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't think it works like that for uh, group counseling. You might have like an emotional buddy or something like that. But in order for that even to be established, both parties will have to attend the group session. So I understand where you're going because some people may open up more in a group setting versus a one-on-one. Why are you looking at me? Oh, what do you want to say? You understand? So I can definitely see that. That's a... A good answer. If this was family feud, good answer. <laughs> or get a dog. Get a pet. Get a mer- emotional pet. Some people have that. An emotional. Um, you shut up. You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but I do not want an emotional pet. I do not want a dog or a cat that cries all the time. A hound. Don't dog, you? No, no. I don't think. I don't think that's what no. they're doing. She's they're talking about emotional you. support pet. Yes. Oh, she said an emotional <laughs> pet. <laughs> She's going to come in the house, the prize, and the cat going to be like, <laughs> Well, I do have that type of cat, um, pet already. She um, cries for me to come up the steps to my room. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay there. <laughs> um, we're gonna cut this a little short today because you know we are a dope group of people just speaking what's on our mind and we will be back with part two next week. I am the imposter, aka the true aquarian. Triple J's mom in the house, and let me just say Mr. Man is having some technical difficulties, so he should be on next week as well. Oh, we missed you, Mr. Man. This is E.Mac. I hope everyone enjoys the rest of your evening and the rest of your weekend. Manic Monday is coming. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And this is Raven. Y'all have a... 
This is Art Boo. Thank you for listening, y'all. Y'all have a nice one and enjoy your weekend. And this has been Baldwin Talk. Bye.